today, tomorrow, forever. Welcome back to the <laughs> Nuclear Heat Podcast with your hosts, Rob, Cass, Mike, and we're bringing you this week our opinions, our review, our unbiased factual statements. Or sometimes alternative facts. Sometimes alternative facts. Never from me. I bring just the facts. Just the facts. Yeah. No bias. I'm real news over here. Real news. Sandra Fox News over there. Get real. <laughs> Cass O'Reilly. Anyway, we're here to talk to you about the good, the bad, and everything that happened in wrestling this week. What did you guys think this week? Anything exciting? Uh, you looking for our highlight this week? Sure, if you want to give a highlight. Something you don't want to see, necessarily. Uh, I would say the best thing that happened on both shows was the Seth Rollins-Dolph Ziggler rematch for the Intercontinental Championship. That was exciting. Mike, what did you like this week? Um, It was a backstage bit. Um, It was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and a police dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what happened? I didn't see this. Maybe I got up. When it was playing, you must you must have like blanked your mess it, yeah. But the dog came after him, and he like he it 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 got its teeth into him. But then unprovoked. he just unprovoked, unpro- completely unprovoked. He wasn't even being weird to the he dog wasn't or anything. His tail or anything. No, no, he was just you know kind of off to the side, sipping a diet Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Dog just comes up on him, and he really didn't have a choice. He he suplexed the shit out of that dog. Ooh. I mean, he tried to do it for the low blow, but the dog was fixed. Ah, uh, I wish I would have seen it. Yeah. Maybe they like, cut they cut it out of the rebroadcast too. No highlights on WWE.com. No. We'll have to look. We'll have to look yeah. it up. WWE.com mm-hmm. for well, your man versus dog the police dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Monday we started out the night with our good friends, uh, one of Cassandra's favorites. My the, boy. Kurt Angle. The real American, the Olympic hero, Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle, and another of Cassandra's friends, I believe. He's growing on her. My new friend, Constable Baron Corbin. Constable Baron Corbin. They were out to make some special announcements, announcing that because uh, Paul Heyman had raised a fuss on Twitter, they were canceling the multi-man match. So, what did everybody think here? Well, first off, the crowd was unnecessarily, ferociously built <laughs> my two friends. They are just trying to run a show fair and equal. They're coming out. They're being honest with all of the fans when they don't have to be. <laughs> it's pretty upsetting. They should be shown way more respect than that. I, I do love that nobody respect, respects Kurt Angle at all. <laughs> uh, he's just he's cut off at every opportunity. He's, his opinions are walked all over. Ronda Rousey kicks the shit out of him. Um, and the fans boo and tell him he sucks. He sucks, yeah. Um, he's, he's a figurehead. But uh, I, it, it seems like it was just an excuse to to get Brock Lesnar off screen. Like, to not have him. Yeah. Like, I, an excuse for him to yeah, not be there. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. An excuse for him to not be there oh, on yeah. Twitter. So if you're not following the Paul Heyman Twitter account, which I know everyone we does. We all are. Of we course. all are. I'm following all of the wrestlers. I retweet everything that he puts up there. Because I don't I don't really get enough in the five hours of live television programming. I must follow them all on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. By the way, 
follow the Nuclear Heat Podcast Facebook group. It's Nuclear Heat Podcast. And we have an Instagram. The what? Nuclear Heat Podcast Instagram. Things are Fun things are going on there. Off Go check it out. There. But join me in making fun of people that might be following the Paul Heyman Twitter. <laughs> anyway, out came our good friends, Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley, and they came out and bickered. And in a classic example of WWE seeing something good happen, and then the next week, beating the horse to death, Roman Reigns must have called Bobby Lashley Bob like four times in this opening segment. It was funny once. You have to do it like eight times over. Yeah, just in case anybody missed it. or That's the same school of thought I subscribe to. In in case anybody thought it was funny, then they won't anymore, you know. So, yeah, that was... That was great. I, I could think of eight better things to do. Like, I don't understand. Why not? Why do this? <sighs> anyway, they came out and bickered and said that whatever Paul Heyman said about them being jerks and not deserving a shot, yeah, that was all lies. They're big meanie heads. They're full of poop. Yeah. Um, Roman Reigns, yes, he had three shots, but at one of them, he was cheated out of his well-deserved victory and nonsense and, and the other Bobby time. Lashley is a coward and all just so much fun nothing like you know Roman Reigns saying you're a coward and you standing there and taking it okay I am a coward this was in fact listed uh, as my low light of the week on Raw <laughs> okay then, then I'll stop talking about it now so we can come back to it later for the low lights no that was it that was it that, yeah. it said uh they're boring, and it was a repeat, exact repeat match and bickering from last week. Yeah, so here we did have the the repeat match. As they bickered, the Revival came out and said, you know, here's, here's my problem with a lot of what goes on with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, the, the arguments that people have against him are legitimate. Why do you get three shots at Brock Lesnar, lose them all, and are still in contention for another shot? Yeah. Why why are things handed to you that aren't handed to the Revival? Why are you so, so, so boring and still on my TV? You know, and and then for him to come out and complain that, you know, he doesn't get a shot, that Stephanie's working against him... That this cat's a dickhead. That this cat just jumped up on the table, buddy. You're going to have to lock him We're out. trying to work. I know. You're not getting enough attention. All right. Anyway, back to wrestling. No more cats. So, in a repeat of last week match, we had the Revival came out. The Revival were dominating the match until uh, Bobby Lashley made a comeback and started dominating. Muscles was just... Beating the shit out of them, yeah, going throwing people corner around, to corner, 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 left and right, throwing people everywhere. Roman Reigns saw that Bobby was backing into their corner, and in a in an attempt to show up Bobby for tagging himself in last week and stealing Roman's spear, Roman tagged himself in, and then uh, fucked it up, fucked it up, fucked and it. lost the match. Which at the beginning of the match, like they were, they were actually like, synchronized with their uh, their fighting. It was it was impressive as fuck. Yeah. And for just to, for Razor Ramon Roman Reigns, uh, 
to just tag himself in and fuck it up. It's, yeah. it's disgraceful. Yeah. Plus, I just want to get that Razor Ramon and Reigns. <laughs> Razor Ramon and Reigns. He just needs the toothpick. So does that make uh, Bobby Lashley, Diesel, uh, Kevin Nash? Kevin Nash. Uh, so up next, we had Matt Hardy out to let the B-team know that uh, their friends in the Wogan universe thought that their parody video last week was wonderful! Wonderful! Uh, and then Bray warned them that they had entered the lion's den. We got a, a quick match here between Matt and Curtis Axel, uh, where basically Matt was going for some big move off the second rope, slipped backwards, carrying Curtis with him, Curtis landed on top of him and got the pin. Now, what did was, we think? This was not on the Hulu feed, but just to see if it's like playing out on the stage as it does in my head. Was there like a slide whistle as they fell over? <laughs> and a banana. There was a, a banana, banana peel, on the right. turnbuckle. Yeah. He slipped on it. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. I believe it was New Day providing the sound effect. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean... Matt's been wrestling for 25 plus years. It hardly seems like after a two minutes of a match, he would slip off the second rope and be knocked out long enough to be pinned. But I think the B team might have done something. They set something up, I think. They, they seem nefarious, the calculating. Baby oil on the turnbuckles. Probably. Yeah. Uh, after the match... Uh, we still got a cheer from our friends, the Deleters of Worlds. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything was wonderful. They got the, the audience to uh, applaud the B-team. And, and that was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. We went backstage for the Authors of Pain, who were uh, being rude to a crew member, and then were chased off by our friends, uh, Titus Worldwide. Uh well, no, they weren't chased off by Titus Worldwide. They, Titus Worldwide said, hey, you can't do that to the crew. They're hard workers. <laughs> to which the author of Pain basically responded, whatever. Uh, well, which, yeah, it's not quite chased off. Yeah, no, they weren't chased off at all. Uh, which led us to our uh, next match, the Authors of Pain versus some random jobbers. Hey, that was Rich and Rex Gibson. Rich and Rex Show Gibson. Them some respect. Local talent. Who were totally crushed and destroyed. Dominated in like a minute. Yeah. Uh, and then after their one minute match, the Authors of Pain continued to give them a, a thrashing, a, a thrashing, a sturdy beatdown until our heroes, uh, Titus O'Neill and Apollo Crews, came out and chased them away. This time, they really were <laughs> chased away by Titus Worldwide. What do you guys think? Do you want to see the Authors of Pain move into their first feud with uh, Titus Worldwide? We haven't really seen Titus Worldwide doing much lately. Is that something you're interested in? Mm, yeah, I mean, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not particularly interested in either team. Not that I I dislike them, per se. I actually like Titus and um, Apollo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm not so keen on the Authors of Pain, but just not my style. Yeah, this was, again, cut from the Hulu. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did last about 
three minutes, including the backstage <laughs> bit. So, uh, up next, we had our friends, Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin were backstage. Constable Corbin. Constable Corbin. I can't believe I didn't show the respect that the yeah, man deserves. Genuflect. Personally appointed by, by Raw General Manager. No, not General Manager. Personally appointed by whatever, CFO or whatever the <laughs> Stephanie McMahon. Her personal raw constable, Baron Corbin. Uh, Kurt and Baron were backstage, and Finn Balor came over and uh, raised a fuss that the multi-man match was canceled. He had wanted to be in it. Before we get much deeper, um, I just want to say, was that supposed to be Kurt Angle's office? Because Finn Finn does say, like, knock, knock before he comes in. And, like, every other bit with Kurt that was not, like, the back walkways uh-huh. was in that little room. Well, yeah, they room. set up fake rooms all the time. <clears throat> and uh, sometimes it's just, like, cardboard doors. <laughs> yeah. Whatever set piece they, uh-huh. they tend to throw together. So it probably was supposed to be his office. Not even a desk. Barren walls, no desk. Yeah. I mean, no it is in a different stadium every week, so... No respect for Kurt Angle from this company. None. He works hard every week. And just because he looks like one of the henchmen for a Batman villain, he just gets zero respect. An American hero. American hero. The greatest won- American hero. He won a gold medal with a broken neck. Yeah. Uh, they were backstage. Uh, so as Finn was letting them know that he had wanted to be in the multi-man match, Braun came back and Braun... For a second week in a row, made another match. He made Braun and Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor and Baron Corbin a little bit different in the pairings from last week. I really liked this. Uh, at least they're giving uh, Braun something different to do in that yeah. he's back there, he's playful. He's it feels like uh, he's having a lot of fun with it as well. It does which feel like he's having fun. Way more engaging than him just being here comes the monster with no backstory to him. No engagement at all. That's true. I was really excited that him and Baylor were going to just play out this of Mice and Men story (laughs) storyline. And then he just kind of throws him. He just hugs that bunny too hard and he's in the picture. Yeah. Yeah, now he's with the. That's uh, the end of the demon. Yeah, now he's back with Samwise Gamgee. Mm. Up next, we had. Yeah. 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 He's the fat hobbit. He's the fat hobbit. Well, he did. He said he just wanted to be Kevin Owens' friend. He did. And I believe him. He wanted to be Kevin Owens' friend. Up next, we had Alexa Bliss and Mickey James out to uh, talk a little smack on Ronda Rousey, who's not here. It was not Not. smack. She was telling the truth. Telling the truth. Well, Ronda wasn't here to defend herself, so out to defend her, your favorite diva. Natalia. Natalia. Uh, uh, Natalia brought out Nia Jax. Since, that bully. Yeah. Uh, she needed some backup to counteract Mickey being there to back of course, up Alexa. They need backup. They know they can't take on Alexa by themselves. <laughs> Raw, Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss. No way. Three time. Three time. Three time Raw Women's Champion. Miss Money in the Bank. The only woman wrestler who actually matters. Yeah, the goddess of WWE. Have we gotten in all of her nicknames? (laughs) (laughs) Little Miss Bliss. Don't forget that one. (laughs) Show her some damn respect. She's the champion. (laughs) So Alexa and uh, 
Natalia had a quick match, and Alexa eventually tapped to the sharpshooter after some interference on both sides. What did you think, Sandra? I thought that Naya really should have interfered in the match, <laughs> causing Alexa to lose when she had Natty. She was going to pin her. Yeah. It's true. And it's just not fair. It's true. Before the fight, Alexa was just going on and on and on, which I guess is kind of her thing. But it, it seemed pretty, like, stretched kind of far. I think sometimes they are using that as a tactic because if the heels ramble a little bit, it does get annoying. You are supposed to be annoyed with Alexa. So going just a little bit longer than... If you get annoyed by the truth, you should really take a good long look in the mirror. I do. I think that that is maybe a tactic to get get people to like her less. It was a little long. It yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt it ran kind of long. I, It'll it, never work. I mean, they, everyone you, loves Alexa uh, Bliss. I thought you were being <laughs> serious. <laughs> I am being serious, one hundred percent serious. I, I thought you wanted to, to talk about the construction of wrestling, <laughs> that kind of serious. That's not the the podcast for this. <laughs> That that's the that's the uh, that's the Patreon show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five dollars a month. If you want to get you... fucking technical about wrestling, give five dollars a month. Five dollars a month. That's all it costs. That's uh, like less than the cost of one trip to Sonic. Less than the cost of supporting some shitty kid in a country you never heard of. Yeah, you could be getting extra episodes where Rob gets super technical about wrestling, or a flispy chicken sandwich. It's chicken tenders, you idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm vegetarian. I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> I did hear them say Flispy approximately 400 times over the course of well, five hours. When you have tenders that flavorful and crispy, you can knock it over it. I've never had anything so delicious in my mouth. And when you have. I've never had anything so Flispy in my mouth. Never. <laughs> when you have. Announcers who are so sucktastic, <laughs> a combination of sucky and fantastic. <laughs> if you were getting paid by the number of flispies you could say, you'd get in as many as you could, too. Did you see, see that buckle bomb from Seth Owens? That was flispy as hell. <laughs> Seth Owens. A portmandu of <laughs> Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. <laughs> I'm almost as stupid as a Sonic commercial. <laughs> almost. 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 <laughs> almost. Dare to dream. Ugh. Someday. Up next, we had... Yeah, the- let's get back to this Flispy <laughs> podcast. We're not even getting paid. We're We've getting- said it almost as many times as Michael Cole, and we're not getting paid. Up next, we had the Riot Squad versus Sasha, Bailey, and Ember Moon. This is another rematch from last week. So, Well, they did change it to a six-man, yeah. where last week... Um, six-person. Six-person, six-woman tag. Six, girl, six girls. Second. Bad second. girls versus good girls. Anyway, this was a brief match, which was really leading to Ruby pinning Sasha, and then... Something that we actually have been waiting for for some time. Bailey 
kicking the ever-living shit out of Sasha. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a very long beatdown. A beat long down. time coming to Sasha. <laughs> who? Deserves it. And who? Stabs all her oh, friends. Yeah. She <laughs> stabs all her friends in the back. need to be said. Everyone knows. Yeah. The crowd was really into this beatdown. What did you guys think of this beatdown? I thought it was awesome. I thought Bailey looked really good, really fierce, and she said the S word on yeah, TV. Cursed right on TV. On the TV on PG television mm-hmm. before ten o'clock. Show. A family. Sh- All the children who were in their hugger T-shirts heard her say the S word. Hoping for a big character change for her. Get rid of this sh- shitty stick where she's. A hugger and like let her be a real wrestler. Yeah, somehow I doubt that they're gonna stop selling (laughs) tens of thousands of shirts that say I'm a hugger to give you a a good wrestling show. Do you have you seen the crowds? There's hundreds of little girls in those shirts cheering for Bailey. They can follow her to the dark side. (laughs) They can follow the hugger shirts to the dumpster. Yeah. And you know how they do love to make shirts that just have things crossed out from the old mm-hmm. shirts? So I could just say, I'm a hugger with hugger crossed out. Well, the shirts currently have, like, a smiley emoji. I'm picturing the red angry-faced emoji in its place. Or it just has, like, red paint making angry eyebrows yeah. on it. Or the poop emoji. Mm, I think that's still a little too childish. Child. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're getting very low brow. So immature. Anyway, I'd grow up, Robert. Roberto. This is an adult show. Anyway, we moved uh, to Kevin Owens and Kurt Angle backstage. Kevin Owens is very frightened of (coughs) Braun Strowman and and does not want to tag with him. Uh, His loss. What? You don't want to team up with the strongest fucking guy in WWE? Mr. Monster in the Bank? bank. You've got to ride that train all the way to a belt. <laughs> <laughs> then we had another rematch announced. Mm-hmm. No Way Jose versus Mojo Rally. Uh, we had the whole conga line was uh, dancing around the ring. When Todd Mojo- was looking fierce in his cheeseburger shirt. That's for damn sure. Well-established character, Todd in the cheeseburger Todd the outfit. cheeseburger. Uh, was it a cheeseburger costume, or was it just like an iron-on thing like uh, Phil Margera? It was like a costume. Yeah. Definitely all over print. Yeah. Yeah. So Mojo came out and uh, berated the Congo line, berated No, uh, no Way Jose, and then... Was threatening and berating Todd the cheeseburger. And the crowd was behind Todd, as they should have been. They were yelling at Mojo Jojo, you're boring, and then shouting, Todd, Todd, Todd. Which is probably not the way that the WWE hoped this oh, would no. go. Uh, but uh, Mojo's <laughs> Mojo still got in his cheap shot on uh, No Way Jose, and then we left without a match. Mm-hmm. So another away like a fucking coward. Another potential rematch that didn't quite go the way it was planned. Up next, we had one of the big matches of the night: Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. Uh, we started out early with uh, a Baron purposely uh, wanted to start Corbin. Constable Corbin. 
definitely wanted to be first in the ring. And Kevin Owens keeps not wanting to tag in with uh, Braun Strowman, which I don't know that it really made a ton of sense. Well, he's supposed to be scared of him, and th- yeah. he thinks that yeah, he want to get within arm's Braun reach. is tricking him. I guess that's true. He doesn't want to get within arm's reach. I was actually hoping that Finn and Braun would have done something to Kevin. You know, get that team back together. You guys are really into the... Braun Strowman, oh, yeah. uh, Finn Balor pairing. Mm-hmm. Team Little Big. <laughs> oh, it's like Big Creepy, Little Creepy from the game, man. Mm-hmm. It's monstrosities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so eventually we did get KO in the ring and he was dominating Finn. Um, and uh, Kevin and Braun Strowman seeming to work well together. I guess Braun Strowman can work well with anyone on the roster. Yeah, he's... A professional. Uh, Braun Strowman did the uh, running around the ring and bashing into everyone bit. And then cheered on Kevin to do it, too. Kevin, at first, is shaking it off. I can't do your bit. How could I ever charge around the ring and slam into people? But he did eventually charge around the ring and knock over Finn Balor and then get Totally destroyed by a clothesline from Corbin. From the constable, the Rawls constable, Baron Corbin. Uh, uh, that led to some fighting outside with eventually Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman getting the win by count out. Go ahead. Well, it's just because uh, Baylor and uh, Baron Constable, whatever. Constable Corbin. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Show your constable some damn respect. Yeah, you know, they weren't showing each other respect. Well, they had their little slap not, fight out. They out were the forced ring. to work together. They're not friends. Was it forced? Was yes. it forced? Braun, would you say no to Braun Strowman? Yeah. With the backing of American Olympic hero Kurt My Angle. Boy, yeah, because you know Angle. what, Braun Strowman, he'd break his neck. Kurt Angle would just keep going. Yeah, that's why you got to be on their side. Anyway, the two strongest men in WWE. Kevin was really excited after his big win with Braun Strowman and eventually tried to get Braun to give him a handshake. This time, Braun was the one that would not go for the handshake, and he eventually uh, scared Kevin off. Kevin wound up running backstage, uh, ducking in a closet. That was Uh, the coach's office. The Mm -hmm. coach's office. Where he stored his suitcase, apparently. (laughs) And uh, Braun was, you know, uh, 20 feet behind and eventually came up and asked the concession salesman where Kevin was, got in the dig that Kevin is the one that looks like he has a bowling ball under his shirt. Unnecessarily body shaming Kevin Owens, that's for sure. And I know it's necessary. Mm. It's extremely necessary. I, I really don't understand it. Either you know somebody wrote that down and was like, you know who this wrote is... that down, Vince. I know, he but he probably thought it was hilarious. Oh, he was slapping his oh, knee, yeah. he was throwing his head back, cackling. He was like, we either put it in this or we're putting it in Camp WWE, one or the other. I just don't get that. Kevin's one of the best workers that they have. Mm-hmm. He still looks portly. He is portly, but That's they're not muscle old. under that shirt. <laughs> Muscles Lashley in terms of build. And I could barely tell them apart. No. They, they basically look exactly the That's same. That's why they never team them up. You'd think that you they wouldn't would know. You'd be fighting. bored. It would be, be bored. magic. Yeah. 
finally, uh, so uh, eventually, Kevin wound up out in the parking lot asking the valet uh, for the keys to his car. The valet keeps saying no, and eventually says, I don't even have your keys. He has them. And we pan over to see uh, Braun Strowman waving Kevin's keys and eventually tells him to turn around and look at his car. And when Kevin does turn around, his car is flipped completely over. So and we're bring- smoking. And mm-hmm. smoking. We're bringing back the Braun and flipping things over Had to put it segment out of the show. Fire extinguishers. Just spraying the smoke. So the, I liked that bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as, as somebody who's worked a loading dock a few times, I found it very unlikely that if there'd be a valet at the top oh, of no, it. Oh, no, no, no. They're in San Diego. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's a San Diego thing. It's a California thing. Okay. Everything is valid this in California. This wasn't Newark. Yeah. <laughs> Get real. Philly, thank you very much. <laughs> We don't have a valet either, unless WWE brings the valet with them to park Kevin Owens' car and (laughs) then tell Bronx someone where it is. It's going to be hell getting insurance for that valet stand. (laughs) Give your keys to anybody. Finally, we got to the main event. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Dirk Diggler. (laughs) Yes. Um, There was some great uh, spots in this match. Uh, what did everybody think? Who were you rooting for going into this rematch for the Intercontinental title? Sandra. Obviously, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. He is a true champion. He looks great. He's super athletic. Beats Seth Rollins fair and square. He deserves to hold on to the title. Mike, who were you looking yeah, for? You know what? I'm not a fan of, uh, of Ziggler just because he's got... I, I'm very superficial. He's got the Sammy Hagar hair... The Mr. Awesome. Ass Pants. Um, I was going for Seth Rollins. Not just because I hate Ziggler, but also because he had the Wasp Pants. Does not have Sammy Hagar hair. So. Yeah, Sammy hate Ziggler? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seth, oh, yeah. Seth, Seth Rollins, no. He doesn't oh, have it. No, means, he's got his own greasy locks. Yeah. But, Seth yeah. Rollins with the Roman Reigns greasy hair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was a foreshadowing to mm-hmm. the upcoming events. Uh, so that's probably who dripped that grease that Matt Hardy slipped on. You're not paranoid if they're really chasing you, right? Is that it? Uh, that's not the saying. I messed it up, but it, it, your conspiracy sounds very realistic, Sandra. Okay, he was probably in the ring earlier. Got his like greasy hair all over the turnbuckles. But how would the grease be dripping? It dripped if there's no gravity. Mm, that's AJ. He's on the other show. There's gravity at Raw. There's none at SmackDown. <laughs> okay, so the Earth is round for Raw. Yeah. Okay, but it's flat so it's for SmackDown. It's flat at okay. SmackDown, yeah. God, wrestling is so complicated. Yeah. You really gotta pay attention. Yeah. You gotta really maybe pay $5 and get the technical episodes on the Patreon. Maybe. You'll find out all about the differences between Raw and SmackDown. Patreon.com slash nuclear Mm-hmm. There is no such thing. There, is no. <laughs> there could be. There could be. Could. They could when just. We, when we get two new hosts to replace <laughs> two out of the three hosts that we currently have. When we get people willing to listen for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of the big spots was Dolph hit a DDT on Seth on the apron. It looked which awesome. It looked awesome. Uh, which resulted in a nine count on the count out. But Seth snuck back in. Uh, 
Seth hit the buckle bomb on Ziggler for a two count. Zig got the zigzag. Zigzag. Getting ziggy with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last big spot was Seth hitting a superplex off the top. Onto which resulted in a very very near fall that well, was yeah it was a superplex into a falcon arrow oh a superplex into a falcon arrow you're correct mm-hmm. which resulted in a near pinfall that was broken up by Drew uh, thankfully he's looking out for his friend looking out for his friend uh, or so, have friends out there not mm-hmm. just sitting backstage no waiting for something to go Seth wrong. Rollins got nobody. So. So Duff did lose by disqualification, but he does keep his championship. Uh, and then Drew and Ziggler started to beat down Seth. We uh, saw the uh, zigzag plus uh, what's the, the claymore? Claymore kick all the Zigmore. I the call Zigmore. It. <laughs> Which drew out our hero Roman Reigns to make the save. He hit the spear on Ziggler and the Superman punch on Drew with. And then Drew and Roman Reigns had a stare down to close the show. So outside of the match, this ending portion had things that I liked and things that I really didn't like. Mm-hmm. I do like that Drew might get something to do with Roman Reigns, who, although I don't love Roman Reigns, is a legitimate star that can help uh, build Drew's star power, so I liked that. I don't see why he needs help building star power. He's pretty much already a star. Have you seen his vest duster? Yes. He looks amazing. He does have the sleeveless leather duster. I just meant that he could have a big match. Uh, um, I didn't like, though, as you said, if you're going to come out at, at the end to make the save, why aren't you out there the whole time? Drew was out there the whole time. You could have been... Ah, that didn't make a ton of sense. He's a fair-weather friend, just like Sasha Banks. In addition, I didn't like that this was a second segment with Roman Reigns. It's bad enough that they're, you know, using Seth's popularity to get Roman over. I don't need to see him twice to get that, you know, like... If he's going to be in the end stealing Seth's thunder, then let's have somebody else at the beginning. Let them get knocked out. Or just skip the whole portion with <laughs> Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. Just have Muscles Lashley out. We don't need yeah. Roman Reigns. Let Bob have a shot. Yeah. All we need is Bob. No, no Brock Lesnar. No Roman Reigns. Just Bob standing there mm-hmm. doing an obstacle course <laughs> over and over again. I mean, I saw him one time do a Green Beret obstacle course in 43 seconds. It usually takes a Green Beret two minutes to do it. You wouldn't believe it. Sami Zayn only takes a minute and a half. Damn. Yeah. These guys, that little guy. That they're little guy. true athletes, these men. So, that was all that we had for Raw. Um, so, let's move on to SmackDown. Welcome to the Nuclear Heat Pod. Oh, we already did that part. Um, nuclear Heat! SmackDown. Uh, opening up with Miz TV, which probably we've not seen in a while. No, and it's my favorite TV bit. Really? You picked Miz TV over Piper's Pit? Oh, no, current. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody. It's, I was gonna mention it's, it's the in the past. Only yeah, it is the only. <laughs> it is the only talk show bed current. But, but I mean, you can't really fault it. The Miz is great. 
I mean, nobody else deserves a TV bit. No. They briefly tried to give Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens one, and that fell apart after one episode. <laughs> Miz is the only one that can hold shit down like that. Yeah, he's the only one with the ego for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, uh, he brought on the Bludgeon Brothers and their Nerf Hammers. Uh, Crab was still cheering for Daniel Bryan. <laughs> that nerd. Yeah, but uh, Miz really trying to really trying to talk to the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, my exact notes here were stoic as shit. He's a professional. <laughs> he, well, he is a professional, but yeah. they just they were not. They didn't give a shit. Like, why they even come out? As Corey know. reminded us, the Miz is an award-winning journalist. Yeah. This is true. This is true. Really? Won a yes. lot of Mizzy. The, the, the Miz Mizzy TV top. has won a lot, a, a lot of Mizzy. He's also won several Slammy Awards. He's, Slammys are the WWE's end of the year awards. There will be a, an episode dedicated to things like best host of Miz TV. That'll be the Miz. in the office. <laughs> It is like bushy beaver. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The longest engagement. They don't even go to Chili's. It's not right. (laughs) Uh, uh, Bludgeon Brothers eventually just get sick of it, smack the mic out of the Miz's hand, just in time for Daniel Bryan to come out. And why did I write down what happens after that? Nothing happened after that. Okay, because nothing happened after that. Uh, DB challenges Bludgies to a match. He'll take on both of them. <laughs> we did the Bludgies. The Bludgies. That's how I kept right abbreviating their name. The and I think it works. Thinks it, it makes them, you know, like more friendly. You want to like them with that name. The Miz. The did. Nerf Hammers fit with that name. The Miz did invite the Bludgies to become <laughs> the new Miztourage. It was yes. really big of them, I think. Well, he doesn't just offer that to anyone. No, but I mean, it's a, as big as that is. Like mm-hmm. he's trying just to match sizes with the Bludgeon Brothers. He also offered not only them a, a supporting Mizzy, but also the chance to be grips on the set of Rough Rough Rough. He was really reaching out to them. Which rough 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 is it is going to be the biggest movie. I'm of so it excited! Out. I think it's going to be bigger than the Marine. That's what the I think. first Marine or all Marine them, Six? All of them combined. All of them combined. Uh, Watch out, John Cena. Backstage, we have uh, the New Day having pancake. New Day, new day. having uh, having Mr. Bootyworth making pancake smoothies. And I gotta say, which they look delicious. They did. They look damn delicious. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one of the announcers did say, "Well, it's just pancake. It's going back to pancake batter." No. Fuck off. No, there is there is an actual chemical change that happens when you cook. Mm-hmm. So structurally, they are different. Yeah. Even though I have that down. That's my, why Corey is the heel <laughs> announcer. It's crap like that. Fuck Corey Graves. My worst you announcer bit. Nice neck tattoo. Definitely talking shit on Newsday's pancake smoothie. Oh, that which is leading us to Xavier Woods versus Rusev, uh, with Aiden Rabbit English getting pancakes thrown at him as he tries to announce uh, Rusev. One of my favorite bits of the night was New Day tossing pancakes. You didn't see them. All you saw was oh, pancakes pancake pancake flying. flying. <laughs> <laughs> he did though have a good line. Uh, do, do you have do you have waffles? Because your pancakes are awful. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. He deserves a little credit. Not I guess a ton. He's Not trying. A ton. 
It is. He can't. He can't get great lines. You don't give the good lines to the sidekick. The, yeah. Well, Rusev doesn't well, get any lines. Yeah. So, exactly. so you can give him lines. Yeah. He's he's the mouthpiece mm-hmm. for. Rusev. I was I was gonna say that you know, that he's the supporting character to the new day right now. Uh, you don't want to have. Yeah. You don't yeah. want him to outshine the new day. Like anybody. That's could. not gonna happen. <laughs> That's not going to fucking happen. Get real. I forgot. We've got two huge New Day marks here. Get <laughs> Three, really, but... Real. <laughs> if you start if you start to show them up, you know, you just come over with the trumpet and mm-hmm. just go along with them. Start a beat. <laughs> they start beatboxing with them. Yep. Bust out the bootios. Yeah. Uh, Have a nice chat. Rusev unleashed his uh, latest battle cry, Bazinga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one's quite clear what he really said, but but, but I like Bazinga. Yeah, yeah. I, like I mean, Bazinga there's well. no affiliation with uh, the Big Bang Theory, which mm-hmm. I do support. That's my. Cody's a big bang head. That's my, for sure. Yeah, my favorite part of any show is just having no affiliation with, uh, with the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of back and forth. Um, I don't know much about the uh, the technicals. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rusev did hit a huge Samoan drop, like. Uh, he threw Xavier like four feet in the air with, mm-hmm. on the Samoa drop, which was pretty awesome. Which is, I feel, is cultural appropriation. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, the Russian guy doing the Samoan drop. Yeah. Is he Russian? Oh, Bulgarian. Bulgarian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. And you're running the technical episodes on the Patreon <laughs> with this misinformation you're spouting Oh my right goodness. Now? Unwoke AF, my friend. <laughs> Taking back my millennial card right now. <laughs> like you ever had one, old man. <laughs> the drawer with your man card. Uh, let's see. Rusev, tonight is about AJ Styles. That flat earther? Yeah, so I think this is our... This is our Rusev didn't them. know that that was AJ's name. <laughs> he didn't know to call him AJ Flat Earth Styles. He's just not listening enough to the podcast. I guess he's not caught up on the episodes. No, I, yeah, it's, he's busy. We get it. He's on the road. You know what? A Rusev day is a day without the Nuclear Heat podcast. Agreed. Fuck that day. Yeah. Uh, backstage, we have some Jeff Hardy weirdness. Uh, he's bringing out his uh, his Woken character. Shows up upside down. Upside, upside down. Is he upside down or is the camera just? Well, over. I like to believe he's magic, and he was upside down. <laughs> I like to think he just sleeps upside yeah. down. Yeah, it keeps all the blood in his head. Again, with the like ready. eyes painted on his lids. Ready to take flight and fight. <laughs> the weirdest thing that in a cartoon show <laughs> where people spout nonsense, <laughs> Jeff Hardy is the weirdest, most nonsense spouting person. Yeah, that's just because you didn't say Shinsuke this week. <laughs> And you yeah. really got to see him back-to-back for that weird contest. That, that's true. That's because uh, Shinsuke had to back out, as we talked about at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he was injured uh, wrestling with a police dog. Apparently. 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 He, uh, this is why there's they have vests that say, therapy pet, support animal, do not pet. Do not pet. Shinsuke Nakamura, he petted it. Well, to be fair... It probably was in English, and as we know, he's told us. Oh, uh, he does. Yeah. He's not the best at English. He's not the best with English, so really, it can't be held against. It's him. really the cop's fault. Yeah, the, it should it should be on the vest mm-hmm. of the dog in every language. Agreed. Um, 
But and again, as we said, he uh, he suplexed a police dog and had to be put down. Um, it was also an extra for a, for a rough, 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 rough. rough. Because as you know, WWE they they like to work with the police, the troops. Mm-hmm. Um, doing so a lot of good. Really, yeah, it's it's a PR nightmare that they're really they're doing a great job yeah. keeping them on. They really kept a we we have fight list. Yeah, we have insider we have information connections, of course. Yeah. Um, we were not able to get video of of Nakamura again suplexing the shit out of uh, out of the police slash uh, stunt dog. Certainly, none of us googled where was Shinsuke last night today. <laughs> well, we knew, we knew, we knew. I, I saw it trending on Google. We knew we couldn't say anything until now. Yeah, I was getting obviously. texts uh, from one of the concession guys on the inside mm-hmm. who saw the whole thing. Triple H was texting me, and he was letting me know, don't tell anyone. <laughs> but, I mean, we got to let the fans know. They have yeah. to. We want to be honest. We, 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 want, we want to keep you Transparency. informed. Transparency. You're, you're the ones who make us happen, mm-hmm. so we want to we wanna earn that. Um, but because, because of this, uh, Jeff Hardy had to issue an open challenge mm-hmm. for the evening. Which the announcers reminded us was a big mistake that Seth Rollins made just a few weeks ago. Well, I feel like not a lot of people probably could have beat Seth Rollins, but Dolph Ziggler, a true athlete, really put in all the work, and he won at fair and square. Well, what what would have happened, though, if Intercontinental Champion Dolph Ziggler came out to accept the U.S. title open challenge? He would have won both, though. He'd have both right <laughs> so now. So Jeff was taking a big risk. Dolph yeah. could have crossed brands. and They just don't let yeah. people cross brands that much. He probably knew he was pretty safe. Because <laughs> Dolph couldn't come yeah. out. He could have worn, he could have had one belt, then a bandolier going over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he's got another shoulder. He can go for another he belt. He can go for a yeah, tag team belt. Tag team belt, yeah. Drew. Yeah, him and Drew. NXT Championship. I could see that. I can't really see him getting any belt. Okay. You can, you can tell us it's my segment of the show because everything is going off the fucking rails. And there's no opportunity for me to jump in and rein you two idiots in. I'm like, man, this is where I would stop them. But Mike's you, responsible for stopping them now. So to take I, more control of your podcast. I just want to do, you know. Listen, we are bringing our A game this week. Change the format Stepped up a little bit. This is this is what happens when you give a new day or Shinsuke Nakamura the general managership. <laughs> I like to believe I'm the constable. <laughs> constable Cass. So, if you're the constable uh-huh. and Mike's clearly Paige. Uh-huh. <laughs> What am I? You're the AJ Flat Earth Styles. Oh, God. Hey, you could have been a lot worse. It's true. There's worse things. You could have been the James Ellsworth. (laughs) Ooh. You're lucky we like you. I'm going to be here for more than two more weeks. And again, we don't want to. We don't want to. I want to spoil yeah. anything. No spoilers. No spoilers. But I also don't want to crap on uh, Mr. Ellsworth too much mm-hmm. because he may just happen to be a friend of the show. Oh shit! So again, not going to spoil too much. Insider but, information. But just going to say, leak. just going to say, we're we're going to be a little nicer to uh, to James Ellsworth, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Oh. Again, insider stuff, man. Yeah, check out the Facebook group and the Instagram for yeah, all we, little secrets. 
We have we we we're keeping two fingers on the pulse and we're keeping the other eight up our asses. <laughs> All right. Uh, but backstage we have uh, Naomi, Lana, and the cast of Glow. Glow. Who all totally obviously love WWE and it's a show. I know, and right? We're not there promoting anything. Nothing really. at all. <laughs> Nothing it at just all. so happens that Glow Season 2 is going to be premiering Friday. <laughs> that the eight like of them 20? travel by bus <laughs> <laughs> to different arenas around the country to hang out with Lana and Naomi. And it just so happened the Glow Girls help squash that beef between Lana and Naomi. Yeah, I'm really glad they're like putting things behind them. Now yeah, they're just going to dance mm-hmm. together. Who Doesn't cares about the who's the best married couple on SmackDown? Yeah, obviously the Rusevs. Get real. <laughs> We've the- both moved on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Rusev <laughs> to the championship and the Usos to the next match. Feuding with Sanity. <laughs> uh, let's see, which brings us to our next match, which was uh, Eric Young of S. Hannity challenging Jeff Hardy. Um, this is where I had the reveal. Um, again, insider information. Uh, Sanity is a portmanteau of S. Hannity, Sean Hannity oh, from shit. Fox News Channel. He, uh, he actually sponsored them coming up into the wrestling world. He paid for all of their tattoos, their grooming. <laughs> their yeah. wonderful offspring tattoo. <laughs> their wonderful offspring tattoo. Uh, it's... That happens to be Ellsworth's Oh, I'm sorry. Tattoo. I thought that was Eric Young. Mm-hmm. What a failure I am. <laughs> Remember, there's, there's Summer's Eve, but there's also Massingill. There's different flavors of douche. Yes. Young was the one that had the tattoo on his inner arm that looked like it said things. <laughs> things. <laughs> things. Things and stuff. stuff. That's on the other <laughs> I one. I imagine stuff. Yeah, stuff yes. and and then things on the side. Um, I, didn't, I didn't get the full names of uh, of S. Hannity. Who cares, really? Killian Alexander and Dane Wolf. All right. Uh, I, just, I knew Eric Young because they kept talking about that. And... Yeah, the only other thing I wrote down was uh, the big guy I nicknamed Blumpkin. <laughs> he just he looks like a guy he'd call Blumpkin. Look like that, yeah. yeah. In his fancy little skirt. So I know you two are not as into the sanity bit, mm-hmm. but Eric Young's previous big bit was in TNA, where he was a cheap, cheap copy of Daniel Bryan. So uh, Daniel Bryan uh, won the championship at, at WrestleMania a few years ago. They immediately had Eric Young grow out a beard and play an underdog. He was smaller. He was probably 20 pounds of, of muscle lighter at the time. So he was playing an underdog, trying very hard to look like Daniel Bryan. And like within a few weeks of Daniel Bryan winning the championship, he had won the TNA championship. So, come on. Sanity is better than that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You just... I, it's, it really... It's their second match. I'll give it to Eric Young. He looked good with Jeff Hardy in the ring. They had a lot of good back and forth. Some good moves uh, they did a dual clothesline really hard in the middle of the ring that looked good. But I just don't think I've seen enough from them. I don't... I, I can't I can't call whether 
There was a good bit with the announcers here where Eric Young is a couple fries short of a Happy Meal. See, right here, this is where you go for the Sonic yeah, Club. Yeah, he's a few tater tots shy of the the, the, the Flippy, Flippy Meal. Fucking uh, idiots. That's why SmackDown is the B show. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And the B doesn't stand for best. <laughs> it stands for... What does it stand for? Bullshit. Bologna? Bologna. It's a Bologna show. It's full of Bologna. Um, yeah, Hardy almost got choked out a few times. Eric Young just, like, loves to go for the neck. Very focused. Very, Very focused. focused. Yeah. Uh, but my, my big question on, on uh, this match was, what happens if uh, if Hardy rips his Jankos? Oh, they sew them right back up. All right, they don't make Jankos they, anymore. They, I know they don't. Like, which is they right. travel with a group of seamstresses who are dedicated. To or can Hardy just like pants. buy out like crates of the last batches they made? Oh, I'm sure they did. And then Overstock.com. Mm-hmm. Twenty years ago, he Chipotle. ran around the country to every hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Hooked up with every cash I uh, know. Uh, <laughs> bought every pair of Jankos. Mm-hmm. Straps and no straps. Uh, let's see. So, yeah. Uh, Usos never came. die. <laughs> uh, Usos came Ooh, out to fuck so up Sandy. Yeah. Uh, Usos weren't having any of that Welcome shit. Welcome to the penitentiary. <laughs> uh, Eric Young wins because the Usos attacked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hardy kept the title. It's true. But it turned into three-way tag. Mm-hmm. Pure chaos. Pure effing There chaos. was a lot of chaos. And I gotta the say... The S-dance were fucking... The Usos looked great. They were really working together, taking out Sanity. They were really focused after that uh, beatdown from last week. That looked amazing. They really helped Hardy to eventually get the win. Without them, I think he could have lost it. Yeah, Jeff already get it to get tagged in for the win at the end. Uh, graceful jump from the top turn. The swanton <laughs> Despite not being able to fully remove his mm. shirt. Little wardrobe malfunction. Little wardrobe, it was stuck over his hand the entire mm-hmm. time, just kind of flapping in the breeze. But hey, he went, he did it anyway. He did it anyway, yeah. Fresh. He didn't let a little something like a, mm-hmm. like not being able to take his shirt off like that a is- big dummy. 30 years of wrestling experience right there. 30 years of concussions. Mm -hmm. Uh, That wraps that up, which brought us backstage. Becky Lynch uh, listening to uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners while shadowboxing. Of course. Uh, She gets spooked by a security hand in the back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which really didn't go anywhere. It was just kind of a... Yeah, that was it. That was just it. showing her off. Just showing her off. She listens to the, the music of her native land. Crowd favorite. Yep. Uh, but that led up to uh, her versus Sonia Deville. Accompanied by Mandy Rose. At least we didn't get too much of the Corey Loves Mandy Rose storyline this mm-hmm. week, which is just awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I hate when the announcers are talking about themselves, which is what we usually get when Mandy Rose is on screen. So, but If for any any announcer to talk about themselves, it has to be like the worst fucking announcer. Well, they, I feel like the only one that could really pull it off was Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> yeah. Especially when he would get so pissed, and he would get up and get <laughs> in the ring. 
Yeah. It was a great move. Nobody else can do it. And it was, you know, it should be clear that any time a 60-year-old man gets in the ring with a 25-year-old man, you know, size doesn't matter Never. when you've got heart, mm-hmm. as, as we'll learn later in when the show. When you're the fucking king <laughs> of WWE. Uh, so, yeah, they kicked off the match playing Mercy. Uh, Sony got thrown over the announcer's table, which it looked like they, they were pre- prepping for that. Mm-hmm. They knew what was coming. Uh, Becky just completely unable to break the holds that were getting getting put on her. Sonya is trained in mixed martial arts, which they repeatedly say it makes her every time she's so, on the screen. So dangerous. <laughs> so dangerous. Mm-hmm. Which which mix? Uh, I have no idea. Um, Brazilian jiu jitsu, I guess. Mm. And others. <laughs> I think that's all. That's all mixed martial arts is, right? It's yeah, Brazilian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and some other and stuff to make it the mix. rest. <laughs> and wrestling, I think it's wrestling. yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and, and the crane wrestling. kick from the Karate Kid. <laughs> that's all you need. Uh, can you imagine Brock Lesnar doing the crane <laughs> kick and Karate Kid? I, I can now. I can now. <laughs> Would be awesome. Uh, Becky. I don't know. That is how that is how Cobra Kai ends. I don't know if you were watching it. I haven't watched YouTube. it. Yet. Oh my! Don't go- spoil it. Uh, I will sell farm special guest him, Brock Lesnar. Crane kicks the shit out of both Ralph Macchio and Johnny. Oh, he gets them uh, both. I thought it was <laughs> the corpse of Mr. <laughs> Do not. Do not. I can be silly too. Do not disrespect Miyagi in this house. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Miyagi's dojo. This is Arnold's, and we will not have disrespect here. Never. Closing Miyagi's little trees. I'm done. done. (laughs) It's great kicking. Marina's corpse around the room. <laughs> oh. That's on YouTube Red or whatever the hell they're calling it now. It's, they changed Check it name. out. So I don't know now. YouTube Prime. Then uh, Becky wins by submission with the Disarm Her. Because girl power. Uh, backstage, we had some Sinkara uh, bullshit, was my exact words. I he, feel like they keep giving him promos and I still haven't seen him wrestle. Yeah, yeah, Andrade Cien Almos. Yeah. I think what happened was when he gave Sin Cara a beatdown a few weeks ago and they said that next week he, they were going to wrestle, mm-hmm. Sin Cara actually got hurt. Mm-hmm. Was it a police dog? <laughs> it may have been a police dog. A rabid police dog? Right, you watched it too. You know it was Andrade. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so I think that they may have... Uh, Accidentally hurt Sin Cara and messed up their storyline, which is uh. why we didn't see uh, Cien Amos for two weeks. Well, I guess we can just keep on enjoying these backstage promos for a match that mm-hmm. may happen in the future. Yeah, just keep, keep posturing and shitting all over each other. Uh, after that, we have a friend of the Nuclear Heat show. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Nuclear Heat podcast. Mm-hmm. Show podcast. Do we, do we on the right spot? Both, both are accurate. Both are accurate? All right. Anyway, friend, friend, 
Much like WWE doesn't want you to call it wrestling on TV, <laughs> we don't want you to call it show on the podcast. <laughs> the Nuclear Heat Podcast. You'll be fined every time you call it show. Just like the announcers are fined when they say wrestling or wrestler right. or yeah. belt. Wow, we're going to have a smaller paycheck this week. <laughs> you got to get in more of those Flisby pods to really... Cha-ching, cha-ching, Flisby, Flisby, Flisby. Cha-ching. So a friend of nuclear heat, uh, James Ellsworth, comes out to some bullshit, uh, strips himself down to where we get to see his offspring tattoo, along with this complete lack of any torso definition. He's really playing the part of a meninist or online troll really hard. Yeah, red pill. Going hard into it, yeah. Men going their own way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Paige comes out to call him out on his bullshit. She introduces the Carmella versus Oscar match for Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. Extreme. Are we excited for that? Is that gonna make you buy I'm Extreme Rules? Extremely excited. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think pay sixty dollars to get Extreme Rules this month. <laughs> Watch it on the other TV. Well, we have it on the network. Watching it on the network. Yeah, I really. I think they deserve a little extra money. WWE. They're really hurting. Yeah, but I mean they've been they've been keeping us uh, they've been helping us out yeah. so we'll we'll help them out. To which Ellsworth asks out Paige. I mean, and I thought we could have like a real connection here. Yeah, because it, probably the only person as pasty as Paige's makeup. But alas, she sets him up for a match with Oscar next week. Next week. I'm excited for that. All right. Yeah, I want to see Asuka beat the shit out of him. I do want to see Asuka beat the shit out of him. I kind of feel like that actually belongs on the pay-per-view, but... Well, I'm assuming something will go wrong next week, and then they'll have her fight both of them... You think it'll go on? The the storyline with Ellsworth is going to continue? It's got legs, for sure. (laughs) Sorry to use the industry terms on you. Oh, right. No, yeah. I, I'm I'm excited to see the match just because Oscar, talented. She's she's got uh, some moves. Legitimately yeah. tough. Legitimately tough. Legitimately a little she bit crazy. She is dangerous. But, we are reminded often. But uh, James Ellsworth is um, in his own right a um, a force to be reckoned with. A person. Uh, with uh with you know a heart and lungs Mm. and and limbs and uh Mm. uh flesh and he uh he may he may be our inside man so we we have to root for james ellsworth a little bit a little a little bit uh i'm gonna root for the women I'm going to root for the women, too. I'm not, I'm not rooting for James Ellsworth. Mike, you can root for Ellsworth. I'm going to. Throw your money behind him for the bets for the pay-per-view. But that ended there. Uh, backstage, we have Daniel Bryan, uh, yes, sparring. Or he's throwing <laughs> little... I'm sorry. No. Oh, he's just throwing his little punches. Yes, 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 yes. I thought for a minute he was practicing Ms. Jitsu, but I guess you got to be Jitsu. really good to actually know Ms. Jitsu. Unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. So you are mistaken. Yeah. 
Uh, this was leading up to uh, Daniel Bryan versus Harper Bludgeon of the Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Harper right? Bludgeon. Their yep. last name yep. is Bludgeon. That's why they're the yep. Bludgeon Brothers. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Daniel Bryan uh, ate the table, and he ate the fucking table. It was <laughs> fed to him. Uh, let's see, he got the uh, the shit yes slapped out of him, but he came back with some yes kicks. And I try to work yes into every line of my notes. <laughs> uh, Harper Bludgeon uh, comes in to double team uh, Daniel Bryan. Wait. The other. No, the other bludgeon. Yeah. Rowan bludgeon. Rowan, Rowan. You know, they look so much alike. (laughs) Twins. Twins, yeah. I think they are. They've got that twin magic going for them in a smash. Something that happened that we missed before Daniel Bryan ate the announce table was that, uh, as we've noted in the past couple weeks, everybody's favorite move, Daniel Bryan went for the suicide dive and Harper caught him out of the air, Mm -hmm. which was actually... Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it was just slapping down a mosquito. Yeah. yeah. Brian did land a DDT from the top turnbuckle on Harper in the that match. Was, that's very cool. A yes DDT. Mm-hmm. Why DDT? A yes will. DT. That's <laughs> like STD. <laughs> Daniel Bryan handed out STDs left <laughs> and right. Oh uh, yes, Rowan Bludgeon uh, came out to uh, to DTDB. For the DQ. For the DQ! For the DQ. Uh, it started to look like it was going to be a brother versus brother match. Yeah. <laughs> um, because Harper, none too pleased that the match got fucked up. <laughs> uh, but nope. And Kane. The big red monster. The big red machine came Surprise. back from hell. Yeah. Oh, not the big the, red monster. The devil's favorite the demon. Yeah. <laughs> Clifford's big red monster. <laughs> uh, he was certainly lumbering into the ring. Uh, the years have not been kind, I guess, because time uh, time passes sl- much slower in hell. Yeah. Or much faster. <laughs> Either way, he passes some somehow. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Time passes somehow. A to B, C to D. It's a harsh environment. And we'll just it say it's a harsh environment. It is taking its yeah. toll. Um, but Kane, yeah, Kane fucked up the bludgeons uh, with the choke slam. Brian, and he just he reuniting. Just there. Reuniting. Team Hell No. Well, it took some time. It took some time because he just kind of stood there like an idiot. <laughs> well. Like, uh, to be fair, Daniel Bryan was kind of acting like a little bitch. He was. You want to go over to his friend. It's true. Acting super shook for some reason. Well, well I mean, the, the crowd, the whole crowd is chanting Team Hell No. You know what? He he is seeing political superstar. I don't know if you heard. Kingstown elected him mayor? Is he mayor? Uh, or I don't remember. He, he just got elected to some political position. Oh, so he's up there with uh, Jesse Ventura as yes, far as and, the uh, political wrestler. His mentor. His mentor, Jesse Ventura. Does he wear the, the, the mask while he's mayoring? No, I, I don't so. believe so. <laughs> he doesn't even use his real name of Kane. Uh, he uses his pretend name, is it Glenn Jacobs. the town of Hell, Michigan? Because that would Erie, Indiana. be appropriate. Let's let's do some actual research here. 
while you research. And we can continue to make fun of Team Hell now. Yeah, because... Well, we'll, we'll just say Paige comes well, out. Well, well, Kane opens himself up for a hug. Yeah. And, again, Daniel Bryan just kind of cowering. Mm-hmm. Cowering. He's, He's, yes, shivering. He's shitting his yes pants. Um, But then he goes for it. They mm-hmm. hug. The crowd goes fucking the wild. The crowd goes fucking nuts. Yeah. And then, uh, from from off stage down the ramp, comes Bailey to fuck their shit up for stealing her hug bit. Runs right out. Runs right the with fuck out. Lawyers in tow. Lawyers in tow. Um, they, 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 they said she needs some counseling. Yeah. And I, I tend to agree with this. Mm. Um, Hopefully, they're counseling her into a new character. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Paige, uh, Paige came out and announced that the Bludgeon Brothers were going to defend the Tag Team Championship versus Team Hell No. At Extreme Rules. Extreme. So, Glenn Jacobs, also known as professional wrestler Kane, uh, won the Republican nomination for mayor of Knox County. Knox County is in an area where winning the Republican nomination pretty much means that you're, you're going to be ma- like if you win a Democratic uh, nomination in New Jersey and you're so you're gonna win. Yeah. <clears throat> Where's Knox County? Knox County. Some shithole, I'm sure. Thanks for all the ads. Shit Knox news. County news. Yeah, never go to uh, knoxnews.com. Or Knox, for that matter. Yeah, fuck Knox. Knox, Knox County, Tennessee. Uh, Knox yeah, County, accurate. Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee? Oh, Republican? What? So, Bunch the, of the great, the great state of Tennessee. Yeah. So, who was um, the devil's famous favorite demon? Mm. Almost guaranteed to be a mayor. <clears throat> Sandra. All right, so this week, uh, we didn't get as much backstage as we usually do, I feel like, but there was some backstage nonsense. Yes, there was. Um, I feel like the best bit was definitely Mr. Bootyworth making the New Day pancake smoothies. Uh, they looked really good, delicious. I wanted one. Um, <clears throat> crazy upside-down Jeff Hardy painted up again. True. Saying he's ready for flight and fight. I believe him. He looks great. The old flight and fight response. Yeah. Do you guys have any favorite backstages? Uh, I enjoyed Kevin uh, trying to weasel his way out of working with Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. So that bit. I had a least favorite bit. Yeah, my least favorite was Naomi and Lana arguing... Uh, who the best dancer was with the cast of Glow, because not that it was terrible, but they made up and There was then, no follow-up. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a match of them versus anyone, and nothing yeah. came of it. With with the, the Glow the actresses glow as been out lumberjacks. There supporting them at the announcer table, even. Yeah. Really plugging away. They'd have been better coming out as, like, No Way Jose's Conga Line. Yeah. I have that dance their way out. They should have you writing this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> no, anything. It's nonsense. Okay. Um, and how to combine two bits to save time. <laughs> Do you have a worst backstage? Um, I have a best. 
What was your best? My best? Um, it was uh, it was Kurt Angle mm-hmm. telling Bailey she's going to need counseling. Oh, yeah. that is my worst. That's your you worst? You do not... Well, because... All right, I will you tell you... You haven't been watching long enough to know how bad segments that WWE produces that have a counselor or a therapist are. Imagine, if you will, let's say the worst community theater actor or actress you've ever seen on a couch dressed as Freud counseling. uh, And since they did announce on WWE.com that Sasha is also getting counseling, will probably get relationship counseling. It's going to be the worst thing. And knowing how they like to do it, it's going to be about 20 minutes long. Look. This is the worst thing. I think it could be very effective. It could be good for her. Because yeah. I remember um, I was I was forced into it when I told my parents that I like boys. And through some prayer therapy, it fixed me. So I think this could be good for Bailey and her issues. And Raw General Manager Kurt Angle knows what's best for the performers. He's really looking out for her. He is an Olympic gold medalist, yeah. so it does he make knows. sense. He knows what he's he doing. knows yeah. who to send to therapy. All right, so we have a so disagreement. Was, we'll see next we'll week see. how what good was, this bit is. What was your worst backstage bit? My worst backstage bit. Uh, it was going to be the uh, the Sincara one. Yeah, it really hasn't gone anywhere yet. Which I know yeah, it's they a some, They're bitching about him. He yeah. was the star of that bit, despite mm-hmm. not being in it. Uh, they really need to do something with Andrade. Yeah, shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because his business associate, she's entertaining. Yeah. And he looks like he might be tough. I know he's been actually been entertained. They've been entertaining in NXT for a while, but we don't watch that, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, it's not our wheelhouse. Let's 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 see the what they can do. NXT. NXT. It's the more technical show. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we go, we go over the technicals, we go over NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, 205 us, Live for the give Cruiserweights. Rod uses all the slurs mm-hmm. in alphabetical order. <laughs> we eat Sonic throughout. Sonic, it's food. Flispy. So, the, the announcers, I usually write down more than this. I only had two things that they said that really stood out as stupid. Um, (laughs) So during the Matt Hardy-Curtis Axel match, one of them says, there are certain things you don't do. You don't pull on Superman's cape, and you don't mock the Woken Warriors. That that was really stupid. And such a dated reference. Like, that song is... 50 40. years old. Yeah. And Superman doesn't even wear a cape anymore. <laughs> Is he still blue electricity and red fire Superman? <laughs> Only in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm using the dated reference. If you were reading comic books in 1997, that was really funny. <laughs> the other thing the announcer said that... Um, what's ridiculous was <coughs> when you liquefy pancakes, it just becomes batter again. So redundant. Which, as Mike pointed out, is not true. I agree. Yeah. These are and don't ever shit on New Day. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> they are selling massive amounts of pancake t-shirts. Yeah. 
Let me repeat that. They are selling massive amounts of pancake t-shirts. You know what's you know what's not selling? I don't know. Neck tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty alt-right haircuts. They're selling to one person. Well, I'm selling to one person. Uh, uh, can you hear... WWE, you can send your royalties to the Nuclear Heat Podcast. Can you imagine... Remember when they had those... Like tights that you could wear on your arms. Oh, that look like sleeve tattoos. A neck sleeve. A neck sleeve <laughs> piece of tights to you. So With your Corey kids Graves can tattoos. look like Corey Graves. <laughs> look like the announcers. Did you guys have anything you were down for? Any stupid shit the announcer said? Anything I, stand out to you? I think we covered that the most right there. Of the most obnoxious, dumb things that were said. Yeah, really, uh, Corey Graves and his eyebrows. Like, anytime his eyebrows go up, yeah, there's this blaring siren in my head. Or I just, I... Is it like the Kill Bill? It, it's kind of like the yeah. summer, summer between Kill Bill and The Purge. Yeah. yeah. Next, we'll move on to the best shit talk of the week. Um, I had a couple things down. There wasn't a lot of good shit talking, I feel like. Uh, well, we did get a Miz TV segment. There was a Miz so. TV segment. Uh, I wrote that down. He calls Daniel Bryan a little pathetic dreamer, amongst other things. A glory hound. Glory hound. Accurate, for sure. Um, Overused yes chant, really. (laughs) Really, everything that The Miz says is a gem, so. And he really just, it's less shit talk with him and more just speaking the truth. He's really (laughs) letting the WWE Universe know the... What's real? That's all. Uh, the thing from uh, one from Constable Baron Corbin to Kurt Angle, and Stephanie McMahon personally appointed me Constable of Raw after insisting that that's what he'd be called by, and that's why I'm calling him that. He deserves the respect. Because he says he does. Mm-hmm. Um, no, because Stephanie personally chose him. And she she earned her spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing, Finn Balor, uh, to Corbin later on, does your manager at TGI Fridays know you stole that vest? Very good, yeah. very good. I liked, uh, Sonya Deville to Becky, mm-hmm. two wins in a row, and now you're Becky Balboa, <laughs> which was followed up by one of the dumber announcer statements from Corey, mm-hmm. uh, playing the role of Ivan Drago, Sonya Deville, who he was trying to get over. Forgetting that Ivan Drago loses well, maybe, in Rocky Four. Maybe he means the shit talking with the I will break you. That's true. If he dies, he, he dies. dies. Yeah. Or maybe he meant Ivan Drago Jr. from the upcoming Creed 2. Mm-hmm. The other uh, thing that I had under best shit talk, there wasn't any talking being done, but the New Day tossing the pancakes at Aiden English throughout <laughs> his Rusev song really cracked me up and disrespectful in the way that shit talking would be. Just seeing pancakes flying at him as he's singing was hilarious. But he does he does pick one up and kiss it like like it's Tom mm-hmm. Jones accepting a pair of panties thrown at him. And if you who really want to doesn't want the New Day's pancakes thrown at them? I certainly do. Do you have any shit talk you wrote down? I think we covered it too. Yeah. Huh. I'm pretty thorough over here. I'm I give you thorough. the hard facts. Hard facts. Like I told you, straight facts from me. No No bias. No facts over here. Next up, I 
wrote down some fashion break info. Fu 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 fashion break. Uh, so I just wanted to say first, Constable Corbin, he's definitely dressing for his new promotion. <laughs> As I mentioned, the vest already, that yeah. Fintalk shit on, maroon plaid vest, black button-up, black skinny jeans. He looked so profesh. I really want to applaud him for that. Uh, the authors of Pain, I felt like, were dressed as Roman Reigns' assistants. Yeah. Really, not, not a good look for Roman, not a good look for the copiers of Roman. Yeah. What is it with people wearing things that are kind of like a bulletproof vest? Yeah. They're clearly not, but kind of. And they have, like, fake <coughs> canisters on theirs that I guess were supposed to be yeah. bombs. Some kind of SWAT team yeah. look. It doesn't work. Then uh, we had a wardrobe malfunction number one. <laughs> Braun Strowman, nip slip, 30 seconds into the match. Might be a new record for his nip slips. <laughs> Seth Rollins, again, came out soaking wet. He was so wet he was dripping all over his gear, all over the ring. I'm pretty sure he dripped all over, like I said, the turnbuckle, causing Matt Hardy to lose. (laughs) Uh, Next, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Dolph Ziggler. His sparkly yellow leopard print pants with the Beverly Hills sign print were on point. (laughs) And the body litter really set off the gear brilliantly. He looked great. He looked great. He wrestled great. He deserves a championship. And nobody should say anything bad against him. Mike? Well, I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. Try and stop me. Next, we had wardrobe malfunction number two, which we talked about already. The Jeff Hardy getting stuck in his shirt, and he had to do the swanton bomb with the shirt (laughs) dangling from his wrist. (laughs) He pulled it out, though. He looked good. Yeah. But, he but he still had some wind resistance. Yeah, it slowed him down. It did slow him down. I, we could see that when we watched it over in slow-mo, as we do. We watched the, the matches normally, and then we slow them down, make sure we get every detail in every week. <laughs> well, yeah, for our Patreon show, we yeah. want to have everything. We want to get things technical. Yeah, we want to get the detail in. And my last fashion break was James Ellsworth. I know, you know, he's a friend of the show, but... I thought this week he was really je- dressed like one of Jesse's friends from Breaking Bad. And he also showed off his terrible offspring tattoo, which should have been left covered. Yeah. Anybody else have any uh, anything they noticed? Anything stood out? Great? Bad? I, I will agree that James Allworth. Magnificent look, that guy. Yeah. He's, he's a specimen. <laughs> With his shirt off and shirt on, yeah. His, uh, Whether it's a a giant a skateboarding hoodie that doesn't fit, or mm-hmm. or bare chested, <laughs> James Alvarez looks great. Well, next week we'll get to see him wrestle, and we'll get to see his new gear. I'm hoping I'll have. Hopefully, uh, yeah. he's gonna dress like Oscar. Oh shit! He could wear Carmella's dollar sign dollar leopard singlet. <laughs> Hopefully. You might show her up in that. Yeah. So I'm just, seeing, I'm just seeing the blur. <laughs> There's a ball hanging. Wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> malfunction predicted oh for goodness. next week. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then, yeah. So next we come to the part of the show 
um, where we talk about wrestlers that we want to see, get a little bit of a promotion. We call it Push It. Push, Push it, it real good. good. Does anybody... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to do the beat. Uh, too, Mike and Pepper's here. <laughs> I'm the Spinderella of this. <laughs> so I had um, a couple... People written down. Anybody have anything for Push It before I go? Or um, who, who am I looking to see more of? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm still looking to see more of Bobby Roode. Uh, I think he's being used inappropriately and should... I think he was off for a church function this week, I, so I wasn't there. I think that is probably it. Mm-hmm. I Now, I think that we're coming into a big push for these guys, so they probably don't need my help, but I'm, I'm looking for more sanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the women's side of the card, I'm looking for more Becky Lynch, although I think we are coming into a push for her as well. I, too, had written down Becky for the women's push. I think she's been on a tear. They are pushing her, and I just want to make sure, you know, that they get her to where she should be. She should be SmackDown Women's Champion, I feel. I don't, I don't think she's headed to a championship match. Not I think yet. she's headed to a, a, a feud with Charlotte when she comes back. Yeah, but eventually. But eventually. Maybe after her feud with Charlotte. If she doesn't get totally buried by Charlotte. Like Charlotte could. I'd like to see her try. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd also like to see more of uh, Becky in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the uh, the men's side, uh, Barack Hussein Lesnar. You want to see him come back to I, the shows? Yeah. I haven't seen him yet. Oh no, that's oh, right. Yeah. I don't think I have either. No, as he, he was on. He was on WrestleMania. Was he? Yeah. I was really drunk by the end of WrestleMania. Uh, I'm gonna admit that. Right remember here. when Roman Roman Reigns had, had his face covered in blood? Oh, that was against. That was him. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. I was really gone by that. Yeah, that point. was that was late in the show. Yeah. So that, <laughs> That was many beers in. Well, when you have work Monday morning, you gotta get drunk earlier. That's all. Hmm. So for my men's push it, I wrote down I want to see more of No Way Jose and Todd. I'd like to see them <laughs> next week. Um, maybe we get them against somebody besides Mojo Jojo who sucks and wouldn't even fight him this week. Just pussy down, went backstage. I don't want to see him again after that, but I do want to see more of No Way Jose. Now is there is there a hierarchy to the Congo line? Well, obviously Todd is in the front. And then everybody else is behind him, and it doesn't really matter after that. He's the star of the conga line. Okay, so so the second person on the conga line is just the first among the long line mm-hmm. losers. Right? They've got to work their way up. They've got to put in work and get to his level before they can be anything. I, I like it. Mm-hmm. The, the, the currency of hard work. Yeah. It's like the currency of respect, you know. It's how the WWE does everything. You've really got to put in time, work your way up. Nobody gets free passes three <laughs> times at Brock Lesnar. That just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So, there were some things this week that we liked and some things we didn't. Uh, like I said earlier, one of the things I liked was the Seth Rollins-Ziggler match. It was for sure the best of the week. Okay. I really liked Braun Strowman terrorizing Kevin Owens in different ways. I okay. like that it happens each week. I want them to continue that. Um, and Team Woken and the B-Team can continue to be super entertaining. And I can't wait for their match. I'm really excited for that. 
Agreed. I'd add that I thought that the Ms. TV bit was really good. Always. Um, I didn't love that they were silent throughout the whole Ms. portion, mm-hmm. but Harper at the very end did speak to Daniel Bryan. I really thought that they should have stayed silent, silent. the whole time. Agreed. Yeah. Not that... Not that Silent, I'm insulting. I'm not insulting him as a uh, as bad on the mic. <laughs> Get it? It's um, like a fart. I'm pretty sure that's their T-shirts. <laughs> Bludgy Brothers. Silent but deadly. It means best team. <laughs> all of the WWE T-shirts are gonna be handwritten from now on. And they all should say it means the best team. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, that was your uh, the favorite. Miz. I would add the Miz bit, and I also really liked uh, Bailey's beatdown. Oh, the Sasha. Bailey's beatdown. Yeah, Mike, do you have anything? Oh, the Bailey beatdown. Jesus Christ! I know you told me that was coming, but yeah, yeah. To see great. the hugger, to see the hugger just flip shit mm-hmm. uh, was was beautiful. So some things that I didn't like this week. I thought that SmackDown needed some more women's stuff. I missed Carmella. I missed the Iconics. Naomi and Lana didn't really do anything. There was just the Becky um, match with Sonya. So I really wanted something else with the women. They've been consistently having at least two matches with the women. And I feel like it suffered without it. I would Um, agree with that. There was too much Roman Reigns slash Muscles Lashley stuff again at the top. Um, and there was a lot of repeat matches on Raw. Yeah. We also, we were missing a bunch of people on, there was a lot of people off, on yeah. SmackDown. We were missing Shinsuke, who may have had a personal issue. An unfortunate run-in with a dog. An unfortunate run-in with a dog. Why on earth a police dog would be biting a professional wrestler? I can think of no reason. Yeah, that, that dog didn't know what it was getting mm-hmm. into. Yeah. Uh... We were also we didn't have anything with AJ. Uh, well, we just had Rusev threatening AJ. Um, there there were other people just missing. It also felt very short. There was only four matches, and I know it's the shorter show, but I feel like there's usually more than four. It felt like they had almost a raw level of between match bullshit this week that they usually. It was pretty don't. close. Yeah, I think it felt. The, the uh, match count felt short because the Sanity match turned technically turned, turned into, into two, two matches, yeah. um, and it went really long. Not that I'm complaining. It was a, mm-hmm. a good use of time, but it was a long use of time. And the Daniel Bryan-Harper match went longer than usual. The other thing, the other person I was missing this week was my boy Elias. He didn't make an appearance. Yeah, no Elias this week. Mm-hmm. Well, you could come up with anything to shit on the crown. Yeah, about, I really so. thought it would come out um, during the Seth Rollins uh, rematch, and he didn't come out last week and didn't come out this week, so yeah. hopefully we get to see him next week. So, what was your preferred show this week? Again, I think I'm still going to have to go with SmackDown. I, you know, I enjoyed a lot of it. We had backstage bits from The Miz and New Day, and we had good matches from Sanity and The Usos, and uh, Daniel Bryan and Harper. We got a, a feel-good moment with the return of Team Hell No, so I'm going to go with SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Mike? I am going to... Yeah, I'm also going to go with SmackDown. Raw Raw had its moments. I did come up with uh, Razor Ramon, Ramon Reigns. Mm-hmm. But, uh... 
Yeah, yeah SmackDown. Down. SmackDown, I actually got to see live. Um, Ms. TV was good. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a new day. New we day? got we got to see the birth of of pancake smoothies. Delicious! I can't wait for them to release it's those on that. WWE.com. Yeah, the, you know, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, the genesis of pancake smoothies. Yeah. Shop WWE.com very soon. Yeah. Um, and we get to see that Jeff Hardy just kind of likes to hang out upside down. Yeah, he loves it. Um, so I actually I thought it was kind of a toss up, but I eventually gave it to Raw. In my opinion, uh, the Bailey beatdown was awesome, and so was the Rollins Zig match. Really loved it. And we also did get some good backstage nonsense there with was Kevin a Allen. A lot of good, yeah, Braun yeah. Strowman, Kevin Owens also flip. pushed it over for me. Yeah, I think uh, it wasn't as obvious this week, but I'm sticking no. with SmackDown. I'm gonna go with Raw, okay. and I'm right. So. What are we looking forward to next week? I'm not sure that there were any ima- matches announced. The one that I wrote down was Asuka oh, beating Asuka. the shit out of Ellsworth. That was the one match that I uh, heard them announce. And I'm looking forward to it. I think Ellsworth is going to hold his own. You think? He's yeah. going to be wearing Asuka's costume. It's going to be like he's, an he's Asuka gonna, on yeah. Asuka. It's going to be like Asuka on Asuka. He's going to mm-hmm. wear it. He may wear like reverse colors. Oh. Yeah. Bizarro. Like Like he's, he's got the alternate costume. Mm-hmm. Player two. I, I hate to let you guys in on this, but I am pretty sure that James Allworth is going to either no-show the match or run and hide. We're not going to see Asuka beat up James so Allworth you're next calling week. it out on the show right now that yeah. Ellsworth is a coward. Yes. Friend of the show, James Ellsworth. I, I don't want to say that I understand how wrestling works better than you two, but I understand how wrestling works better no, no, than no, you no. two. No, please. They're going to run. Explain it yeah. to me. <laughs> no problem. Why don't you tell I already us? did. I told you <laughs> how it was going to work. <laughs> we'll see next week. You guys can you know, rub my face in it if there, there is a match. White male privilege and tell us Get a how wrestling rub your works. Face in it. <laughs> yeah. Stink face. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you stick to the technical show with that <laughs> bullshit? All right. Are we there? I just don't want you to get too excited. Mm. Well, you know what? I'm going to get excited, and I'm going to take this argument over to the Nuclear Heat Facebook group, <laughs> and I'm putting up a poll, and I'm going to see who's on our side and who's on your side in the battle of the ellsworth Oscar match. All right. So, yeah, we want to we hear your take. On this match, in particular, if it, if you think it's Elworth or Ellsworth, because that seems to be some contention on the show. <laughs> I also sometimes um, call him Hellsworth. <laughs> I don't know. I, sometimes I think it's that. I just call him Jim Jam. There you go. Yeah. That'll work. Uh, but also uh, Ellsworth or Oscar or Elworth. Or Hellsworth. Or Hellsworth. Or Jim Jam. Mm-hmm. Who's, your, who's your take? Or the Bludgies. They can take <laughs> yeah. it. Who knows? They might interrupt with their Nerf hammers. Also, who do you think has the greasiest hair, uh, Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins? Ooh, this week I'm giving it to Rollins. Ooh. Don't forget, you know, dark horse contender, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> oh, that's right. It drips right down the front. It's so greasy, you can't even push those tendrils back. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. Check us out on Instagram. Join the Facebook group. Check out the Patreon. For the technical show. Coming soon, the, the Patreon technical show. Yeah, if you think if you think we're bad when you're not paying to listen, wait. 
Wait until you pay Wait for it. Wait and see. See you next time on the Nuclear Heat Podcast. Oh, hear you. Bye.